Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This podcast is sponsored by Jim Butcher, who is a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Now let's get it started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, or Connecting Business Perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell, Certified Financial Fiduciary and Independent Financial Advisor with Sharer McKinley Group. And as always, I have my lovely co-host, partner in crime with me, Miss Trisha Stetzel. Good afternoon, morning, evening, everyone. Trisha Stetzel here, Results Extreme Business Solutions. I am super excited about our guest today. Not only is she my friend and my referral partner, but now she's going to be on a podcast to talk about her business. And I not her business, but about the industry that she's in. And then she's going to tell us about her business. Miss Kathy Cortez has been a Houstonian her, well, she's lived in Texas her entire life life. Her passion is to take, is taking care of others. And in a nutshell, that's what she's doing in this new, I, we can't call it a baby business anymore. I'm so excited about that. I know. So she loves people. By the way, you guys, Kathy has been a hairdresser, a chemical engineer. She is a mom and now she's a business owner. She's currently loving this chapter of her life and the chance to do some real good in the world. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, guys. And I, I wish we had more time because I love, I'm sure everyone's like, how do you go from hairdresser to chemical engineer? <laughs> but we sadly don't have time for that, that conversation. Uh, but That's Kathy, another podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell me. But I will say that is, that's why we have you on the show today, because both of those professions are so opposite of each other. So you have the personality of a hairdresser, but also the wisdom and education of a chemical engineer. So it's perfect. That's why you're here. Now let's jump on in because you know, we don't have a lot of time. I know you're very familiar with the show. So let me first start off being in home healthcare. What besides home healthcare, what are other options out there for seniors? Uh, And what's the difference too? Okay, so depending on where they want to live, they have several options in the type of care they need. So when you are going into senior care, when you are starting to be curious about what do we do with mom, there's a lot happening at once. And you need to consider like what level of care does mom need? Does she need more intense care? Does she just need a little bit of help around the house? So there's different places she could go live. She could stay at home with you and maybe get a home care company like mine, maybe have home health, depending on where she is in her health journey, she might need hospice or palliative care. Um, Hospice care tends to be more end of life care, more comfort care. They have nurses and home health also has nurses and medical professionals. Home care is the other side of care. We do what are called ADLs, activities of daily living. That's going to be helping her take a shower, helping her get up and get to the bathroom, maybe fixing her a meal, helping her with a load of laundry. So she may need a combination of care in the home. If she goes into a facility, there are also several options depending on the level of care she needs. If she's very independent, if she still drives, if she 
you know, is an active person who does her wind down Wednesdays, then she probably wants to go to an independent senior community. I love these places so much. Um, they're usually like 55 and up or 62 and up. And these are for active seniors who want to live in a community with other seniors. And most of them are retired. They have bungalows and apartments and they get together and they watch movies and they have poker night and they have, some of them have little putting greens. And these are really nice apartment complexes or communities where they can all get together and sort of make friends with peers. Think of it like a dorm, but for grandmas. Okay, uh, if they need a little more one-on-one -on -one medical care, they can go into assisted living. Assisted living is the same type of community, except they've got that call light. So if she falls, if she feels dizzy, if she starts getting lightheaded, if she starts having chest pain, hits that call light, somebody will be there immediately and they'll see, okay, what's wrong? Do you need to go to the ER? Do you need to call somebody? Some people need that extra level of care. They're not checking on you on a regular basis, but they are available 24 seven. And that can be a really good thing. The next level would be skilled nursing facilities. These are what people think of when they think of nursing homes. These people are having around the clock 24 seven care. They have um, maybe a set of nurse aides on staff with maybe you know a certain number of patients and they're checking on everybody regularly. They're going from room to room. Do you need something? They have call lights. Do you need to go to the restroom? Is it time for your bath? They are getting that round the clock medical care. And in each of these facilities, you can also hire a home care company to come in and give your family member one-on-one -on -one care. Doesn't matter where they live, we can go in there. A company like ours can go in. If you feel like they would benefit more from that, if you feel like maybe they're a bit understaffed or if you just think, okay, it would be helpful if she had someone else privately coming in and checking on her on a regular basis. You can also do that. So there's a lot of options out there and there's a lot of different ways to pay for these things. And you also have to consider other services and other things they might need in place. Like, do they have a DNR? Do you have a power of attorney? Not just financial, but do you have a medical power of attorney? Does your mom have a will? Um, does she need a wheelchair ramp? Does she need a shower chair? Does she need bars in the shower? When's the last time somebody went over her Medicare plan with her? You know, there's a lot of different things happening at once when you get to this point with your family. And it's, it's good to know all of the resources and options that are out there. It can get very complicated very quickly. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there taking advantage of seniors and elders. And you have to be careful and you have to know what to listen for, what to look for, that kind of thing. It can get very complicated very quick. So Kathy, one of the things I failed to mention in your bio is the name of your business, Act of Care, Responsive yes. In-Home Care of Galveston. This is your business mm -hmm. and you're in this South, kind of South Houston area. Mm -hmm. um, you're a plethora of information and it is very overwhelming when someone gets into a situation, whether they're, you know, it's their, their parent or potentially someone that's younger, right? It could be a child. It could be a brother, a sister, uh, an aunt or an uncle. So with all of this overwhelmingness of stuff going on, are you, can you coordinate that or help coordinate that? Or do you know people like what's your I, I, role? I do the best I can to advocate. I do the best I can to provide information. I mean, I'm available if anyone just has questions to ask. 
And I, I give out my contact information to people who just want to know what are my options? How much does all this cost? You know, what is your experience and who do you think I should be talking to? It may, the answer may not be us. And that's fine. It's more important to me that people are taken care of. It's more important to me that they are aware of what's out there. So I do my best to find out information and to find out what is available at no cost, what is available um, that is provided by nonprofit, what is available by charity, because sometimes that's the better option for people, depending on where they are and financially where they are. So is the service that you provide just for seniors? It is not, actually. We will give home care to anyone who needs an increase in, in independence. So let's say that you're in your 20s, Colton, and you have um, an ACL replaced and you are in college and you have no family around you. You know, you tear an ACL. Oh, my God, you go down like you're down for a while. But let's say you don't know anybody. You don't have anybody who can come and check on you. How do you get back and forth the bathroom? You can hire a company like ours to come in. We'll pick you up from surgery. We'll take you home. We'll make sure your prescriptions get filled. We'll run errands for you. Make sure you have actual groceries in the house and not just ramen noodles. You know, I mean, there. it's important to know that you can, anyone can hire us for any reason, whether it's for childcare, um, adult care, if you are having a complicated pregnancy, if you have a woman who's been put on bed rest and she really needs someone to check up on her and be there with her, you know, if she's alone, if her husband works all day, situations like that, if somebody, you know, has a knee replacement, if somebody has LASIK, you know, and you don't have anybody you can call to say, hey, come, come stay with me because I, I can't find my way around my house. You know, there's so many situations where somebody could hire and should hire home care to come help them out. And I don't think people are aware that a service like ours exists. Yeah, and, and even then, I think it's important to note that most people don't even think about home health care um, before you're like in your 60s or 70s. Like, no, people at all ages can end up needing home health care. Um, and, and I think to correct really you, Colton, there is a difference between home health and home care. So yeah, we- yes, no, we yes. We make that designation and it's, it's one of the first things I, I teach people is there is home health. These are nurses coming in to do medical procedures. They're gonna check on wound care, medications, maybe change a catheter, dialysis, IV. Home care does not do any medical procedures. We do what are called provider services, we custodial, you know, they're classified in different ways. So it's always important to make that designation to people because I, I think we all get lumped together and we're not, paid the same way oh no yeah care is a whole lot less expensive than getting home health with all the yes absolutely now now i do want to ask you this because i think this is extremely important to bring up um, and you probably get this question a lot um let's talk about and we're not going to go into too much detail insurance right does medicare cover home health assisted living nursing homes does medicare cover that it, I'll say it might. Okay, you really have to check in with different facilities and different companies if they are Medicare approved. Okay, um, Medicare will generally cover home health, hospice, dialysis, that kind of thing. They, they do some coverage there. We do not fall under the umbrella of what Medicare will cover. We fall under the umbrella of what long-term care insurance will cover. And I'm going to go out here right now and say everybody should get long-term care insurance. Everybody, everybody 
who it's not even on the radar thinking about what's going to happen when they get older. Please get that now. Oh my gosh. Let me say that loud and clear. Everyone get long-term care insurance, please. Uh, but beyond that, we are working on our contract with the VA, which takes a while. It's the government, but the majority of clients are going to be private pay for something like us. Yeah, no. And that's, and it's very interesting because a lot of people, they get that misconception that, oh, I'm paying into Medicare. That's going to cover all my expenses, but no, I'm, I am with you a hundred percent. Long-term care is absolutely important. Um, but no, let's go ahead. Let's talk about, because I, I'm, this is really interesting to me. A lot of people like you made that designation between home health care and just home care period. So tell me what, what is a company like you actually do? Because you, not only do you go into homes, but you can also go into independent living facilities. You can go into other just homes, uh, nursing homes, things like that. Tell me, like, what do you provide? What, what's so important that people need to know about someone like yourself? So, especially if you've had a family member covering that part of someone's care, let's say that you've been taking care of your grandma or you've been taking care of your parent and you've now you're put in that role where you are the one who is making sure they're clean all the time, making sure they're fed, did they remember to drink water, going over there, making physical therapy exercises with them, making sure they have all their medication. The toll it can take on you, not just physically, but emotionally, it's huge. And I think we all have this inclination to take care of our families ourselves. And people need to realize that hiring another company to come in and do that is still taking care of them. You don't have to be the one changing them, making sure they take a bath, you know, making sure they take their medication. I can tell you specifically in the, in the case of my grandmother, she would not listen to any of us to take her medication. She would hide it. So we needed a third party in there to make sure that she did it because she wasn't going to argue with a stranger. She wasn't going to argue with someone who wasn't related to her. And, you know, you, you see people get so taken down by that change in role, that what I think one of the most important things that we do for people is to put them back in the role of being the daughter, put them back in the role of being the granddaughter, the, the, the nephew or whatever, to, to get them out of that caregiver role because it can sometimes be so upsetting to people on a level they don't even realize when they've been handling that and they lose a part of their identity being in that role with a family member. So that's, that I think is more important to me than, than taking care of the family is part of taking care of the client to me. It's a holistic thing. We're not just making sure that your dad, you know, takes his meds and gets a shower and is cleaned up. We're also putting you back in the role of the child where you don't have to think about that stuff anymore. You know that settled and taken care of and you can make sure that okay, now I can take care of my career, my kids, my house, you know, and people, they neglect themselves in this process. And it's heartbreaking. I see so many people like that. I talk to people like that. And they have, you see this layer of guilt where they're like, I, I just can't do this anymore. And I'm like, that's okay. It's okay to say, I can't do this. And I need someone else to handle this part. There's nothing, there's no shame in that. And I, I see a lot of that and it breaks my heart. Yeah, it is hard. And I, I think having a company like yours, Kathy, come in and really give the caregivers life back, right, is important. It is. And, it, and it's not just them being able to play the role that they should be playing, right, in their in their own lives, but also 
um, helping with that relationship, that bond that they had with the person that they would be caring for. Right. Um, I think is really important to keep, to keep that open. Um, I, I, this is probably something that you may or may not want to, to talk about here, but how much does it cost? Oh, we can talk about that. Let's get real. Um, so our services start at 22 per hour and go up from there, depending on the level of care and how intense, um, that's pretty much average for a home care company. Um, I do know that for just talking about senior care in general, average monthly cost of a nursing home um, nationally is 6,000 per month, um, which I think is important to mention because people don't plan for it and they should. You need to think about that's going to come into the future for someone you know, someone your family, possibly even you. So it's important when you're planning for retirement, when you're planning for the future, you need to plan like for things like needing home care, needing a nursing home. And you know, you may need all of these things in conjunction at some point in your journey getting older. And that's six thousand dollars, that's uh that's today's dollars. And it's going up pretty quickly every year. So it's gonna inflate pretty high. So it's absolutely you, you nailed it. It's important to, to plan. Now let me get into my totally random question off the wall. Totally unexpected. I didn't know I was going to do this today. Um, so, oh, you're ready. Yeah, she's like, bring it on, bring it on. Okay. Kathy, if you could live in any time period ever since the earth was created, what time period would that be? A year from now. Oh, a year from now. See, I don't know. I, the future hasn't happened yet. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. It has to be a time oh, I'm allowed to do that. Passed. I'm totally allowed to do that. No, here, here, I am always looking forward. I am always looking to the future. I am always, um, they say, who is the person you admire? It's me five years from now. Like that's, that's the person I, I look up to. Like, who am I going to be when I get where I'm going? You know, I've got my plans and my monthly plans and my yearly five-year plans. And I can't wait to get there. You know, I know it take, it's a process and I got to work at it, but I, I definitely don't want to go backwards, you know, before they had like toilets. Like I'm not interested in, I'm not someone who like goes camping. Like I, I'm a glamper. I like technology and I like, you know, sanitation. So I'm not in favor of heading backwards. Um, especially, you know, being a woman and being a minority, we're not going to go there, but I will tell you, I am excited for the future. That's who I am. I'm always looking forward. I'm like, what are we going to come up with next? What are we going to do next? And I know everyone is ready to get out of this pandemic and I am too. I mean, it's, it's, we just want life to go back to, we'll put in quotes, normal, even though we'll never really go back to normal. Again, I want to see what the future holds. I want to know where we are a year from now. I love that. I'm going to steal that, Kathy. I love that. Who do I admire most? Myself in five years. I love, love, love that, right? It's all about self-respect and really knowing that you're going to be successful, right? It's that future-based language that you're using. I love it. I'm stealing it. I'm just letting you know. Okay. All right. So I have a semi-serious question for you. Uh, Would you be willing to divulge the generation that you're part of? Oh, I'm Gen X. I'm proud Gen X. I was born in 1979. Yes. No. Awesome. Best generation. Is there a particular generation outside of Gen X that you most identify with? Uh, Identify, no. But I love the the Gen Zs. Love them to death. My son's generation. Oh, my God. The most nihilist generation. (laughs) 
they don't care. And it's so great. The the dark level of humor they have is just hilarious to me. No, they they scare the crap out of me. I love them to death. I now and I also love millennials. I know people talk a lot of crap about millennials. I think they are one of the strongest generations out there. And all the millennials I've met are incredibly successful and work incredibly hard. And I really admire them. It's a, it was a difficult time to grow up. And I, I really admire them as a group. But yeah. um, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, I give Colton a hard time all the time about being a millennial, but it, it, it really is a, a very large group of very motivated, very driven people who want purpose they want to give back. Right. And I, I think that's really important to say you're welcome, Colton. I see him blushing. No, I know. And, no, I know. And, and you know, a lot of millennials do suck, but, but I think <laughs> we can say that about, I think we could say that about almost any generation. You're always going to have, you have the ones that just kind of do just whatever, but then you have those people that actually go and they're actually the ones that are defining what this generation actually is about. So I've learned that pretty quickly. So yes, I'm okay with saying that most millennials are kind of bad, but uh, I'm not one of them. Okay, Colton, you just ran like half our listeners off. I'm just saying. No, I I admire you, Colton, because your generation had to grow up with the internet. I didn't. I I didn't have, what is it, an email address till I was 16, and that was Hotmail, and it was like, oh, it's a thing. And again, I checked it during lunch in the library. We didn't have the internet at my house. You know, so that, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like to grow up right now with everything being documented. Me and my girlfriends from high school, we all, you know, we're all passing like 20, 25 years now. We've known each other. We're like, thank God they didn't have camera phones. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Like the things we did and got away with. Oh my God. Thank God See, there's no evidence. Man, and that that's so true because I think I got my I think the iPhone came out when I was a sophomore in high school. So like right whenever you can actually have the internet at your fingertips was like right whenever I was two years away from actually getting into like the workforce. So it's it's yeah, that's that's so spot on. Um that's good. I love you guys so much, but in closing. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today and educating us on what it is that you're out there doing. You are making a difference in this world. I love what your business is all about. And I learned some things today that it's not just senior care, that a business like yours can be hired for people who just need help uh, around the house. So in closing, would you please... Tell us again the name of your company. You're going to have to spell it for us and also give contact information in case anyone has um, any questions or want to follow up with you after the show. Sure. So my company name is Acticare Responsive In-Home Care. Acticare is A-C-T-I-K-A-R-E. I know, it's weird. Our website is acticare.com slash Galveston. Uh, my office line, 281-968-5037. But you can call me directly at 281-726-0850. Thank you, Kathy. You know, sure. it, you, are, you are the neatest personality with the engineer and the hairdresser and the business owner attitude, right? It all comes together, Thanks. which makes you uniquely special. I thank you again for being on the show. So this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of, oh, go ahead, Colton. 
Bridge the gap, connecting business perspectives. I just wanted to say millennials really don't suck. I was just totally messing around. I wanted to make sure we put that disclosure on this podcast. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Jim Butcher, a relationship banker with Allegiance Bank. Colton Cockrell with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member FINRA, Pacific. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc.